Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. on a Tuesday afternoon. Thank you so much for stopping on by. Thanks to Clay Thompson for making that game a little bit easier on the eye last night. Man, he was cooking. I mean, absolutely cooking. That was a welcome to my house. I understand Steph Curry is not here tonight, so I'm going to handle business game out of Clay Thompson. It was good to see from him. You know, I think we've said, Ray, that he still got it in him. Can he summon it? When it is needed. Last night, Clay Thompson more than summoned his special powers. 12 of 16 from 3. He finished with 42 points. It's one of the best games Jordan Poole has played in his career. Kaminga played well. Draymond played well. In a game that didn't see an awful lot of defense from either team. So basically no defense from either team. (laughs) But if nobody's going to play defense, somebody's got to shoot 57%. That's how you win. I mean, it just it was it was a not a remarkable game for the Warriors, but they committed only sixteen turnovers, which in games like that they usually will approach twenty. And more importantly, only seventeen fouls, which meant that they weren't their defense wasn't awful because they weren't like clobbering people. I think the difference was they made they made half their threes and Oklahoma City didn't. It was, it, it's kind of remarkable that you can go 26 of 50 on threes with the best shooter in the history of the basketball game. Just, you know, not, not, not even on the court. It, it's really remarkable that they can do that. It's also remarkable that they're comfortable shooting 53s. I don't care how good they are. That's too many. But it worked last night. There's no doubting that. And like we were talking about yesterday, teams flirt. With 150 points, like all the time. It was 141 last night, 141 to 114, the rare blowout win 
for the Golden State Warriors this season. But it really, like 140, Ray, is the new... 115, 120. I mean, it really is. There is a modern-day NBA conversion rate that we need to get used to. And maybe if 140 is a new standard number, giving up 120 isn't the condemnation of bad basketball that it historically has always been. It's always going to be a bad number if it's the worst number in the league. And the Warriors at 118 are like 28th in that. So that's where... That's the problem. I think 130 is probably the new 115 because I, if I looked it up correctly last night, about 12% of all games end up with a team scoring 130. And 10 years ago, no that number was like barely a 1%. Right. Single-digit percentage. Yeah, 120 that. right now, it's, it's hitting about a third of the time. That's the, I mean, that's the eye-popper. 140 is still pretty rare. But it's not nearly as rare as it used to be. Is that a lack of defense, or is that a lack of valuing the first five-sixths of the NBA's regular season? Um, Well, if you take Steve Kerr's theory about transition defense being awful across the league, that's part of it. Um, Brian Scalabrini advanced a theory that in the past, if a guy looked like he was going for 40, coaches would say, I don't care what happens, he better not get to 40. Now they just go, okay, keep playing the defense we told you to play, take away the other guys. If that guy gets 40 and we win, we still win. So I think there's some of that going on. And the fact is more teams are taking 43s a game without worrying about any kind of backlash. I mean, Thompson had 36 just on the 16 three-pointers he took. There's something about players seeing a certain jersey and it just brings out the best in them and i think that the oklahoma city thunder are very much in in that world i I don't know what the thunder jersey do to bring out the very very best of clay thompson but they do it all the time and like he just must love the way they blend into a shooting background or something um and, and i didn't even realize this till this morning and i was starting to put some thoughts together from last night's game clay had the kind of game last night where he looked so much like the Clay Thompson of, I don't even want to say old, in a week that he's celebrating his birthday. What's the better way to say it, Ray? In the days of your, or does your sound even that sounds a little, older than old? Sounds a little middle ages. It is a little middle ages. Back in the day, I think, is the... Back in the day when Clay was a teenager, before he had status and before he had a pager. No, look, the last night was the first time I've watched Clay Thompson. And I didn't think about this until this morning. It's one of those things that it, I, I realized something I didn't think about. So you can't think about it when you're not thinking about it. I didn't realize this morning that I didn't think about it once as I was watching Clay look like Clay Thompson last night. Last night was the first game where I didn't think once about his return from injury. Last night was the first night that since he has been back from the torn Achilles and the torn ACL where Clay just played a basketball game and not once did it pop into my mind that he is, you know, the six million dollar man and rebuilt for us to enjoy again. Like it just it was about basketball. It was about Clay looking like Clay, just catch and shoot Clay. It it felt like a game we needed to see. And if it was reassuring to me, I'm guessing that was really reassuring to Clay Thompson as well. Well, I mean, 
he he was going to look like that given the fact that he missed almost no shots. So it all, I mean, it looked like your best uh, memories of him. Right, that's part of the Clay Thompson simulation. Yeah. But the thing that stood out for me was that he was getting embarrassingly open looks because he's playing against a team of relative teenagers. They have... T- the Thunder have one guy over over 30, one guy over 28, and everybody else is 21, 22, or 23. So Thompson could do things that other normal like normal veterans have seen him do in the past, like the way he'll come off a pick or you know subtle things like that. That was all new to these guys right. because they're all children. And in three years, they might be sensational because I think there's some real talent there. Gilgis... And giddy is going to be a little bit of a backcourt two three years from now. They keep oh, that I, together. That's they they got tempo to the way that they play. Oh no, they like to play fast. But the best way to kill that is to make shots so that they have to they can't pick a rebound off the rim and just head down court in a hurry. When you make shots, you can stop a fast break. And so I think I think that probably bothered. Uh, Oklahoma City too. I mean, when you shoot 57% for the game and you shoot, you know, 52% from 3, there aren't a lot of rebounds to be had. And I think that that was another thing I think that caught they couldn't defend and they couldn't prevent the Warriors from making shots. Clay last night was 12 of 16 from downtown. He finishes with 42. It's his eighth career game with 10 or more three-pointers. He is now second in NBA history behind the 22 times that Curry has hit at least 10 three-pointers. And when it comes to a dozen threes in a game, there have been seven instances in the history of basketball where someone has hit 12 or more threes in a game Clay and Steph have done it four times over their careers. The rest of everyone else who has ever shot a basketball has done it three times combined. Well, I mean, you know, Splash Brothers might be a little tired out in terms of uh, nickname around here, but God, it's so applied. When these guys were at their zenith and pinnacle best, there was no fan base ever watched a show of lights being shot out quite like these two have in their careers. It's really extraordinary. And Steve Kerr, he had a front row seat for the fireworks show that Clay Thompson put on last night. I mean, it's just fun. I mean, it's, you know, that's that's when the crowd really gets into it. You can just feel the game changing. You know, as he starts making those shots, the crowd starts to anticipate every possession. You know, the game starts to open up because they have to pay more and more attention to him. Yeah, when he gets in a zone like that, it's something special to watch. An awful lot of fun. Maybe the best game of the year from Clay Thompson. Maybe the best game of the year out of Jordan Poole. Again, the big ragu himself last night, Dante DiVincenzo, who is really, Ray, entering about as important of a stretch of basketball that he's been asked to play due to the whole Curry injury. So DiVincenzo playing well last night. He had 14-7. and seven. Uh, His minutes become twice as important as they normally would be to any winning equation now that Steph Curry is out. And this team is you know, formally 1-0 in this version of Steph Curry being absent when you go back throughout the entire year. The Warriors are a very respectable 7-5 and five on the season in games that Steph Curry has missed. And we'll see what they do here. 
in the remaining games that they have before the All-Star break and however many games Steph may miss after the All-Star break, these are important times for the Golden State Warriors, and it's winning time. They can't really delay it. They can't postpone it. It would be great if they could tread water during the Curry injury here, but coming back to Curry's normal spot in the rotation a couple games over 500 would be in even better than just treading water, and we'll see if the Warriors can do it. An awful lot to talk about from last night's game. We got our pal Monty Poole for the first time in a long time. He's going to stop on by at 4.15. We're going to be talking some basketball with him. We'll obviously keep you abreast of any uh, trade rumors developing anything around the NBA. And the 49ers have made a hire. Their defensive coordinator is in the building. We'll let you know all about that when we come on back. Plus, the one stat, Ray, this show is officially going to track the rest of the way from the Golden State Warriors, and we'll see how much it has to do with a correlation between winning or losing. And I'm looking at you, Jordan Poole. So stick around. We're just underway here. It's good to have you today. Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. We are brought to you by CalHope.org. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived Spring Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Back to Damon and Ratto on 95.7 The Game. The NBA's trade deadline is Thursday. We've got you covered with the latest news leading up to it. Our trade deadline coverage brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' comp law firm, helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. I know that Tim Kawakami is going to be sitting in on the morning show on Thursday morning from, what, I think like 8 to 9 a.m., so... We're going to be, what, three hours away from the deadline? Is it noon on Thursday? Noon Eastern Thursday? So, no, noon our time, 3 o'clock Eastern. So there you go. Yeah, I I think based on what we think the Warriors are going to do, Tim could probably do that from his bed. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be deeply involved. They don't have an awful lot of levers to pull, that's for sure. They don't have an awful lot of guys who could be considered valuable assets to generate the type of trade that would really change the arc of this year. Again, the trade that the Warriors need to make is playing no defense for a little bit of defense. Turning the ball over a ridiculous amount of times to a fewer amount of times than a ridiculous amount of times. That would go a very long way. You know what else I think would go a long way too? Especially for two particular guys, Ray. Passing up two or three threes a game and just go to the rack. And I'm looking at Jordan Poole in that category, and maybe even more than I'm looking at Jordan Poole, I'm looking at Andrew Wiggins, who also played well last night. His first I'm back kind of game since returning from his absence. Um, I would love it if instead of Andrew Wiggins going one for five or two for seven or two for eight from downtown, he would go one for three and take those other missed threes and just go to the rim. See what you can get there. See if you might get to the line. See if you can't help your team get into the bonus by picking up a cheapy foul going to the rack. You got the athleticism to do it. And they'll be a better team if they take three or four threes fewer from the guys most likely to miss them. There is no such thing as a red light for Steph Curry. There's hardly an amber for Clay Thompson ever flashed. Jordan Poole's on the hardly ever an amber category, too. I'd like to see him start slowing down at the amber intersection. Just a little. And Wiggins is the chief offender of too many threes. I don't know if he's the chief offender because he he never, like, fires up 12 in a game. I think there are there are contexts in which these guys operate. And... Because they play small as much as they do, I think they get stuck in the in a habit of going, you know what, when in doubt, take a three. And I think that's more a function of when they take it than what they're choosing. Because there's nothing wrong with a three if it's in the flow of an offense where you look for that, you know, three, four passes into it and you just go, you know what, this is the best shot we're going to get on this possession. I think where the Warriors are guilty, and this is not just Wiggins, but I think almost across the board, that they have gotten into the habit of shooting too early in the possession. And normally that means you haven't spent a lot of time trying to see where the soft spots in the defense are. You're just, 
I have a look from 23, I'm taking it. And I think that's a team-wide thing. There are times to do it just to keep the other team a little honest and off guard. But yeah, they, they, they there's way too many pull-ups out of nowhere on a fast break when you don't need that. Yeah, it just and not even on a fast break. Just they'll they'll bring the ball down, one pass, I'm open, hello. You know, and the only two guys on the team who are not ever guilty of that are Green and Looney. Looney because he wouldn't take a three at gunpoint. And Green because he's learned that the three is the worst part of his game. Right. So but everybody else sort of well, Steph's got a green light. I guess that means we all have kind of a highlighter green light. And I think sometimes it gets them in trouble because they don't they don't work a defense as well as they used to. And that might be because they're getting older, might be because they're just impatient, or they're in a hurry to get back in a game that they've suddenly fallen out of. You know, there's a million reasons for it, but I think the unifying theme here is they don't spend enough time per possession trying to find the best shot the possession's going to give them. Well, it really is remarkable that they can go 26 of 50, missing the best shooter in the world from their lineup. And Clay obviously did a lot of that heavy lifting, knocking down 12 of 16 from downtown. Uh, he was great. And, uh, you know, it's, it's absurd. That's Clay Thompson. When Clay is at his best, that's kind of what he does. It's kind of what he looks like. And uh, he was asked about it, obviously, after the game. Uh, I felt great. But what felt even better was the 43 team assists we had and only 16 turnovers Our starting lineup had most of those so that was in, i think the indicator of how the night went it's got to be the most we had all season and the ball was humming and when we do that we're at our best and for me uh i'm a huge beneficiary of when the ball's moving i mean what what the naysayers say that's fine i mean but we have a lot of guys who are gritty and we're not just gonna quit because our best player's out there you go. Look, forget about naysayers. Clay, you can dial down your rabbit ears. Don't worry about what anyone's saying. Just worry about the game at hand. And they got a big game coming up in Portland tomorrow night. And it's Clay Thompson's birthday. So hopefully that keeps a good thing going. Um, last night was a sneaky, decent, big win for the Golden State Warriors. It really was. You know, they got 18 remaining home games. When we started tracking the final 35 games of the year, they've played four of those remaining 18 home games, and they're 4-0 at home in those games. they got to go at least 14-4. and I mean, it's really remarkable the opportunity that's still in front of them, Ray. They are, I, I, I think, something like, the, what did I see today? They're, I made the note. I, I can't just find it. Oh, here it is. I, my eyes caught it. They're four and a half games back of the two seed, for goodness sakes. Oh. I mean, all these games right now, it's you know, it, it, it's not about to be winning time. It's not going to be winning time when Steph gets back. It's not going to be winning time a little bit later on. Winning time is here. It's now. I can see the end of your season approaching quickly. I can see the end of everyone's season approaching quickly. One stretch. One stretch of basketball where you win 10 of 12 games. If the rest of the league isn't doing that, you're a three or a two seed in the West, for goodness sakes. The problem is, I think over what we've seen so far, is the Warriors are like all those other teams in that mess. Is that winning 10 out of 12 is a hard ask in this league. It is. Just it's, it's, I mean, it's, I'm talking to catch a heater. I'm just talking about this year. Yeah. Nobody's catching a heater except Milwaukee right now, Boston earlier, Denver. Everybody else, you know, they can't get enough momentum to, to get that heater on. So I think it might mo be more of a case of slow and steady wins the race. Because 
the re- the remaining schedule is not overburdened with difficult teams. Now, maybe that's because most of the games are going to be against Western Conference teams who have about the same record they do. Um, but, you know, they've spent the majority of the year in that 7-10 to 10 area. And, you know, if they if they get to 44 wins, which I don't think is an unreasonable ask, they could easily be a 4. I mean, that's how goofy this year is. You know, 44 will usually get you an 8 or a 9. You're, you'd be right on the cusp of missing the playoffs in the old format. This year, you know, who's going to run away other than Denver? I mean, Memphis has done that in the past, but they're a goofy team. And Sacramento is starting to stutter a bit after their long, their long heater. You know, New Orleans, maybe, when Zion comes back. Uh, Dallas, if Kyrie Irving and, and Luka Doncic find Nirvana. But after that, everybody's roughly the same. This is the earliest, maybe, in NBA history where you could actually do some out-of-town scoreboard watching. Oh, I think... I think. I mean, have you, have you ever been out-of-town scoreboard watching before Valentine's Day in your entire basketball-watching life? I haven't. Here we are. I mean, it's kind of where we are. Well, the, I mean, we're almost at Valentine's Day. But the scoreboard watching involves way more teams than it used to. Yeah. I mean, the... There are only three teams that, frankly, have never really sniffed a play a play-in spot, and that's San Antonio, Houston, and the Lakers. So, and the Lakers have sort of amused themselves with LeBron's chase, but for the most part, they've been bad throughout. I mean, I think, in fact, I, I looked it up yesterday. They've had two gay days all year in which they weren't eleventh or worse. But what great days those truly were! Name them. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I mean, there are three teams that are objectionably terrible. There are th- two teams that are objection- objectively good. And everybody else is in this hilarious morass from 3 to 12. And a team that could be, th- you know, fifth one day is 11th after two losses. I mean, that's how it's, that's how it's been all year. And that's why I wouldn't get, look too aggressively about waiting for the Warriors to win 10 of 12 because I don't know if they or really anybody else in the conference has that in them. They might not have it in them, but they got enough shooting to maybe if the defense just lines up and the opponent is weak enough and not having, I mean, like it, they can no longer just go out and do it their way, roll out the ball rack, we got this. They need a little something to happen from their opponents' underperformance, from the league not responding all the way around them as well. They're, they're not in control of their own destiny. Yet they're still wildly in control of, of their own destiny in a really weird way because they, if, how about this? Hey, Steve Kerr, you really think that your team can still be NBA champions? Then 10 out of 12 at some point in the regular season shouldn't be an unfathomable accomplishment. We'll see if they can do it. We'll see if they can do it. Winning time, it's here. And it continues tomorrow. Portland is no great shakes, boys and girls. They're only 14 and 12 at home. Rose Garden used to be a really, really hard place to play. It's not an easy place to play, but at 14 and 12, it's not an overwhelming home court advantage in any way, shape, or form. And Portland is two games under 500. They're 26 and 28. 
which means they're not that much different than the Golden State Warriors. That is a winnable game, just like last night was a winnable game. And when your Warriors, when you're looking at a game that you deem before it even tips off is winnable, you better damn well win it. I mean, that's where it is right now. That's where it is right now for this team. 888-957-9570. This is Marcus calling from New Orleans. What's going on, Marcus? You're on 95.7 The Game. What's up, guys? Yeah, uh, there's been some ongoing conversation about Steve Kerr's ability to develop young players. I've been hearing folks talk about it a lot lately just because of the Wiseman thing, and it cracks me up because, you know, he's the guy who actually set Steph Curry free. He's the guy who made Draymond Green what he is. He's the guy who brought us Kevin Looney and, and Jordan Poole so he can develop young guys. And I can't, for life of me, think of any young player of consequence that's gotten away from the Warriors who went on to do anything else after they left the team. But maybe I'm crazy. You know, that's, a, that's an interesting way to look at it, Marcus. Thanks for the call. Who is the one young player that came here, didn't develop, showed up in another uniform, and was just gangbusters somewhere else? D'Angelo Russell's been pretty good. He's been okay. He's an all right player. He's he's a good player. I yeah. mean, it's, it's was he a very good warrior? No, he was not. But in another system, pick and roll, just playing with the Timberwolves, he's been okay. Um, Kelly Oubre doesn't feel like the one who got away. Eric Pascal isn't even in the NBA anymore. Um, no, they well drafting where they have drafted for the last eight to nine years, you don't get to fall into many extraordinary talents. I mean, Jordan Poole is the profound exception that proves the rule. And before that, it was Draymond Green. But for the most part, getting young guys for them is drafting late or finding guys basically out of the G League. And neither of those are high percentage ways to to to, to get important talent. So it's a, that's a little bit sort of, you know, predictable. What they haven't done, though, is take a guy who didn't perform here and get him to suddenly become sensational because that's the other part of this. It's that if you take a guy 30th, just to pick a number at random, it's going to perform like the 30th pick in the draft, which means he'll be, he'll be in Europe in three years. That's how it works. So it, they've been riding this wave that they've had based on sensational upper half of the draft picks from 10 years ago. Um, you know, Wiggins was a one, but not their one, but he's turned out to be invaluable for them. The only real exception to the rule there has been Green, but Curry was a seven, uh, Thompson was an 11. Um, you know, for the most part, they've picked predictably, which is if you're a relatively high draft choice, you got a shot to be the last a decade. If you're not, you don't. And so they haven't missed on many of those upper half of the draft guys. We Wiggins, Wiggins is uh, not Wiggins, but Weisman. Weissman is still. I mean, the jury is still out on him. Right. We don't they, know. They may just they may just declare a mistrial. We think we know, but we still don't quite no. know. And look, he didn't get an awful lot of time on the court last night. But what time he did get, he comported himself pretty well. All you got to do, James Wiseman, is rebound and play at the rim. That's it. Finish at the rim, defend the rim, and rebound. That's it. That's all you need to do. 
and he doesn't get many opportunities to go do it. Last night, I think he got in like what four, five, six minutes, and he he, he played well. He didn't see the the floor very much, but he acquitted himself well. Um, you know, more minutes. That's that's the only thing that will reveal whether or not he's an NBA player or even a Golden State Warrior or not. And truthfully, he's got to earn those minutes because the Warriors are in a fight to make the playoffs, and they can't give away minutes just to see. Let's see how he's going to do tonight. No, but you earn those minutes playing defense. And let me tell you, the guys really earn the minutes when we're talking about all the players, or you know, maybe it's just a perception of all the players that haven't developed. You know who has? Jordan Poole, who might have played his best game last night, Draymond Green. I thought that's the best game I've ever seen him play. Played a great free ender with four turnovers. Three of them was this, him understanding what was going on in the game and trying to get clay shot at the end of the game. So realistically have one turnover and what, 13 assists or something like that? I thought he played an incredible game on both sides of the ball. Uh, he was good defensively. Uh, their whole offense is running guards in the guard guard screens and waiting on a slip up and then driving that gap. And he was incredible um, on that side of the ball and he was incredible, obviously offensively. He let the game come come to him he got everybody involved and then he looked for a shot and everything was beautiful i thought that was an incredible game one of the best games if not the best game i've ever seen him play there you go i mean that's some uh rousing compliments from draymond green for jordan Poole, who did have a career high 12 assists last night and as draymond said yeah he finished with four turnovers three of them were in the telegraphed force feeding of clay thompson as the team decided all right, he's got about 90 seconds left on this court tonight before Steve just hangs him up on the rack to dry. So let's see if he can't drop a couple more threes here and get to 14 and tie his own record. You know, that, that, that that's what they were trying to do. They were force-feeding Clay at that point when Jordan did kind of get sloppy with the ball. And, you know, not only has Jordan Poole revealed himself a very important player, frustrating at times for sure, but an important player for the Warriors who's developed at a rate that you could have never expected. Kevon Looney certainly developed into a trusted agent. It's hard to think of Kevon Looney as a young player. He still is that. And Jonathan Kaminga. Like, welcome to your role in the NBA, dude. You've defined it. You've carved it out for yourself right now. You are this team's second primary defender. If we're going to just, if, if Draymond is the overall defender, your primary on-ball defenders with Draymond playing, you know, a Steve Atwater-like free safety is, or excuse me, I guess I should go Talanoa Hufanga-like free safety. No, uh, you want Steve Atwater. I do want Steve Atwater. He's such a badass. He was. He was great. He's in the Hall of Fame. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, look, you, you got two on-ball defenders that matter on this team. Clay's not even one of them anymore. Maybe he will be, can be, could be again. And if he is... That's where this defense starts to ratchet up. But right now, your two best on-ball defenders are Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga, and it's not even close. Kaminga's a really good defensive player when he's focused on doing that. Last night, seven points, five assists, two rebounds. Must add more rebounds. You're way too athletic to not be pulling down four boards in 20 minutes. But outside of that, he's coming along. And he's getting a longer leash because he plays defense. Yeah. I mean, that, and, that, and that's been the lesson all along is... If you do the things you're asked, you'll get more chances to do those things. If you want to try to change how the team plays because your talents demand it, you won't get as much time. I mean, the Warriors are not a system team, but they clearly have a system. 
you know it, it, you can you can operate outside the system as long as you perform within it um stephen curry gets minutes because he well he's a unicorn but everybody else has to be able to defend to a certain extent and kavan looney is the living example of that based on his talent he should be a dnpcd night in and night out but he gives them what they need when they need it and he never ever forgets what the right play is that's why he's getting 22 minutes a night that's why for the most part he's been in the starting lineup because those are the guys who aren't part of the core three who get rewarded and you know he's been he's been there in front of these young guys now for more than a year and he's he's like he's like the walking talking example of what Steve Kerr wants them to be and sometimes you get that sometimes you don't it's a, when you try to fight the system the system fights you back if i could take Kavon Looney's brain and put it in James Wiseman's body you have an all-star yeah i mean you 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 certainly could i mean part of you know i think the conundrum with Wiseman is not that he doesn't want to do it it's that the things he can do I think allow him in his mind to be at least slightly undisciplined because I can close this gap fast or I can get to the rim to get a rebound quicker. And in this league, everybody's quick. If you just rely on your athleticism, you will end up in the G League because there's a lot of great athletes in the G League. Only they don't have the well-rounded game that's required to stay in the bigs. And that's part of the Wiseman thing is it? He knows he's got gifts, but he almost relies on them more than he should. They just get get the basics in, then you can start jumping into the rafters. Well, and let's face it, what he is best at are categories the Warriors need the least from him. You know, I mean, he he, he doesn't need to be taking an outside shot. He doesn't need to be handling the ball in the open court. His strengths don't allow him to stand out as much as his weaknesses prevent him from getting court time. And until he can flip that around, it's a little bit of a a gray area for James Wiseman. I do want to point out that Kevon Looney came off the bench last night and had a game-high 11 rebounds off the bench. And there was one particular play that you probably saw it and went, wow. And then since it was so early in the game, you don't really remember it. You haven't thought about it since you said, wow. How about that pool to Kavon Looney pass last night that was like a career highlight for both players? It was just a whip-smart pass. It was like a one-timer off of a rebound. Great hands by Looney. Great hands by Poole to get it to him. Just an all-one fluid motion. It was it was gorgeous. It looked like a, it looked like a, a one-timer, basically. Tic-tac-toe hockey is what that kind of looked like. Uh, when we come on back, Ray, we got a little bit of the... Uh, th- th- there is one stat that I want to see tracked the rest of the way for the Golden State Warriors and how much will that stat correlate to winning and losing. We're going to come on back with that and we're going to come on back with a little bit of 49ers news too. They have hired their defensive coordinator. Steve Wilkes is the man after a long interview yesterday. Today he gets tapped for the job. Universal praise. Universal agreement that it was a great hire. That's always a nice thing to say even though results are never guaranteed. And 
We officially have the list of road games that the 49ers have coming up next year. What is the best road trip to take for 49ers fans? We're going to get into that before we say hello to Monty Poole. He joins us today on the Bud Light guest line at 415. Stick around. we got a lot coming up today. Damon and Ratto here on 95.7 The Game, brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full-service banking, no compromises. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Now back to Damon and Ratto on 957 The Game. It's great to have you here. We're going to have Monty Poole join us in about a half an hour from now on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. And I got a stat, Ray, that I would like us to track. Well, you're not going to track this for us. So, Lucas, I got a stat that I would like this show to officially track the rest of the way. Are you ready for it? Here's what I would like us to pay attention to the rest of this basketball season and see if there's a correlation there. The stat that I want tracked the rest of the way for the Golden State Warriors is simply this. What's the Warriors' record when Jordan Poole hits more threes than he has turnovers? What's their record going to be the rest of the way when he hits more threes than he has turnovers? He hit five threes last night. He had four turnovers. So that's a win for Jordan Poole in the let's track that stat category. And it was a win for the Golden State Warriors. So one for one starting last night. To sort of retrofit this question to the games that have already been played, it really hasn't correlated that much as dramatically as I thought it would up until now. 
but maybe with Curry out, it means even a little bit more now than it did before. The Warriors are 8-6 and six when Jordan Poole makes more three-pointers than turnovers that he commits in a game so far this year. So I, I, that to me is sort of an interesting mix of where does this team go, how did they get there, and just cleaning up their own runny noses. Turning the ball over a little less here and there is going to go so far for this basketball team. It would be a miracle. It would be a godsend to value five, six, seven possessions more valuable in, 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 in a game than it normally is to them. It could be the difference between you're a four seed or you're in the play-in tournament or, oh my God, you actually missed the playoffs. It, I w- it will be interesting to see how that pencils out. But the Warriors have never been sort of terribly affected by their high turnover numbers. I know. It's, it's and, part of their DNA. Yeah. And, and I think it's because of two things. One, they would score at such volumes that you take chances with the ball. But the other thing was you could rely on them to keep another team around 110. When you're giving up 118, all of a sudden now that's three more turnovers that you either have to get rid of or 10 points you have to manufacture somewhere else. And I think the turnovers look worse this year because you can point to games where, man, if they took better care of the basketball, they'd been all right. Because this is the first year where you don't know what you're getting from them, game in and game out. They're just not reliable as it, well, they're playing these guys, they'll do this. And so I, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I'll be interested to see what it is. But I think the turnovers are less vital to them than it is forcing the other team not to shoot well. And that means defending. Maybe, yeah, it, and it's not even forcing turnovers. It's just, you know, getting in the faces of shooters. And that seems pretty elemental. But I think, you know, of the 25 lowest shooting percentages that the other team has had this year, the Warriors are 22-3, and three, which means that when they defend, that's the takeaway. Um, and, and I don't know that it's about what Jordan Poole does or doesn't do, except insofar as last night you saw him probably at his most team-centric. It was he was trying to make other guys better. And that seemed to be sort of the cry the whole night for a lot of people. But he really stood out for that. He wasn't spending as much time looking for his shot as he was doing what we talked about earlier, which is looking for the best shot in the possession for whoever takes it. And I think when he can do that consistently, he'll be a lot easier on people's stomachs. Just because that means he has figured out what makes a valuable guard in this team on this team well and and look his best games come when either Steph or Clay is absent and his best game comes when he's part of the starting five and and the rhyme or reason to that you know you, you you would never choose to have Steph or Clay absent but man he is a different player when he's in the starting five when he feels like he's been given more responsibility to get the Warriors over the hump he usually 
plays up to that level of responsibility. He's an offensive whiz. He's probably got the best handles and wiggles on the entire team. Sloppy? Yes. Dribble it off his own ankle in crucial moments? Yeah, that can happen. Defensively an adventure at times? Yep. But this team has cast its die with Jordan Poole. Somebody has, here from the uh, 240 on the Xfinity Mobile text line says, The Warriors are now a chucking team because of the addition of Poole. Before it was only Clay who was undisciplined. Well, I don't know about it was only him, but Clay did try to do too much early on. And I think you could accuse Poole correctly of doing the same thing early on at times. He said, uh, since we've added Poole to the rotation, the overall basketball IQ is far lower because of Poole. I don't know if it's all on him. The entire team is letting down its old, you know, intelligence quotient just because of the lack of defense all around. He says, because his defense is a far worse, but Damon isn't man enough to discuss that. He's all about hating on Wiseman. Listen to me. Shame on you. And listen to me good. I don't hate James Wiseman. The Golden State Warriors do. Okay? It's not about me. It's not about me. One guy plays for the basketball team that you claim to watch. The other one does not. There you go. I mean, I don't know how to say it any more than that. There is ample opportunity to play James Wiseman if he had earned it. They determined he hasn't earned it. It's year three. It's not working out. And there's no reason to pretend that it is. To make anybody feel better about it, including yourself. <laughs> Damon's not man enough to discuss these facts. Here are the facts. Jordan Poole's making $130 million a year. He is more important to the Golden State Warriors than James Wiseman will ever, 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 ever be. Those are the indisputable, confirmable with your own two eyes, facts, stats. You need to know. So be man enough to admit that, Chief. Come on. I don't hate James Wiseman. I just don't like seven-footers who don't rebound. And to me, that is James Wiseman's biggest on-court sin. He's not much of a defender or a rebounder. And that's why it's not working out for him. If James Wiseman never scored a bucket in his career and was 12 rebounds a night, he's starting for this team. He's what? starting for them. But he can't do that. So that's why he doesn't even play for him. Yeah, I'm, I don't know that Poole and Weissman are comparable on any level because their jobs are radically different. So I don't know what the... That's why you don't read that stuff. You can let those go. Just, you know, I mean, Weissman is a whole different thing. I mean, Poole, Poole operates in, a, in a, almost a different universe than Weissman does for purposes of comparison. So it's not worth bringing up. I mean, Poole's issues are that he hasn't got the fully well-rounded game yet that he, you can rely on night in and night out. You'll have a game like last night when he was as delightful as he can be. And then you'll have nights where if he's not starting, it's in his head. Or he's taking shots too early in a possession because he's in a hurry to you know, establish his place in the game rather than letting the game come to him. It's just, you know, it's a matter of doing it night in and night out that is preventing him from winning over the winning over the area. And when he does that, it will be obvious to you. 
And when I say you, I mean everybody, not you. So it just, you know, is it taking long? Yeah, because he's working at a comparison point with a guy who's a mortal lock as a Hall of Famer and another guy who's a borderline Hall of Famer. He is neither of those things yet. So chill out. <laughs> Somebody's saying Jordan Poole only makes $4 million a year. Yeah, look at the guaranteed contract, Chief. Look at the guaranteed contract. You you did misspeak when you said he was making 130 million a year. 130 million. Obviously, I mean over the course of the yeah. contract. That's why I didn't correct. And it's got a 32 million dollar annual average value coming to him at the beginning of next season. It's very fair to call Jordan Poole a 30 million dollar a year player starting right now. Because that's what he is going to be. Guaranteed. They couldn't take it back even if they wanted to. So come on. Don't get into semantics with me. I will literally dunk on your entire family. With verdant power. Verdant. Ver power. verdant not yes. inadvertent. A verdant dunk. My vert. You can't dunk without a good vert, Ray. And you have a good vert, do you? No, no, not at all. 888-957-9570. We're about to get into the glorious offerings of the San Francisco 49ers. But real quick, let me welcome everybody to your 4 o'clock hour. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster. Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.